We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. Happy November. What? I, I don't know. <laughs> wow. Happy January. I was... Jan- January. January. <clears throat> I was going to start with something like, Rock and Roll! Oh, okay. But I like I'm that. not, I'm not, not in the mood. Okay. okay. Yeah, forget, forget it. Uh, it's January. Oh my God. It's, what is it? January 20th. Okay. Okay. We're in Aquarius it's, season. Yep. Aquarius season. We love an Aquarius, don't we? I'm an Aquarius rising, so. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. I know. Um, it's, this is a podcast <laughs> that you might have heard of. It's called Hot Drinks. Hot Drinks. We, I'm Sister Largest Twink. I'm Brother Jack Coffey. Someone who we know who is a comedy writer, who is a friend of a friend of yours. Oh, yeah. Said this is the funniest podcast he's ever heard. Oh, he said that he said that our podcast is funnier than any stand-up comic that he's ever right. heard. So why the fuck aren't you guys telling people about this podcast? What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? We are poor and we want to quit our jobs. So we need this podcast to be... Take over the world. Brother Coffee couldn't sleep last night. I couldn't night. sleep last night. I was so stressed about He's money. Thinking about moving back in with his ex-wife. I was like, if I work at Starbucks and I work like 10 hours a week, like so like two <laughs> days, like two five-hour shifts, and what do they pay? Like $16 an hour, so I'm probably taking them 12. So 10 hours a week, it's $120. Oh like God. this was me until <clears throat> four in the morning. Right. Just running through my head. God. And then I took some cannabis. Good. And, and then I then? felt scared and distracted and then eventually oh. fell asleep. Oh, okay. It's fine. Maybe you should take more. More cannabis? Yeah. More, a higher dosage. Okay, great. Okay. <laughs> anyway, this is a podcast called Hot Drinks. We are people and we talk. Yeah. yeah. So was it, I, I may have, this I may have already said this. Okay, great. But. Last week when we were trying to think of our topic, uh-huh. uh, you said something, you, you put out an idea about the Mormon church and I was like, I don't ever want to talk about the Mormon church right. again. You're in a very not Mormon place right and now. And you said, should we just cancel the podcast? I mean, <laughs> and you probably didn't say that last week, but it's fine. Sometimes you need a break from the Mormons. I so, so need a break. I will probably get into this in a demitasse, but the Mormons are fucking around and finding out right now. Oh, yeah. And there, there was a big article in USA Today about <clears throat> about how queer athletes are treated at BYU. There's the whole insane, horrible story in St. George where the man killed his whole family. Yeah. And then the whole community was like, he's such a great elders quorum president. Yeah. It was actually Enoch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, the Mormons are a fucking mess. Yeah, they and, are. And, and the Progmos are coming out of the woodwork to be... Oh, to just oh fuck it, fuck yeah yeah. CJ and I have been talking about it. Oh. The Progmos are coming out of the woodwork to be like, I'm so mad this man killed his family. Anyway, here's my tithing check. Yeah, right. I love the garment yeah. <laughs> of the holy priesthood. But here's the thing. So, thinking about that guy that killed his family, five children, wife, mother-in-law, right. then himself, right? Um. <clears throat> And all the people in this community saying all those horrible, uh, uh, wonderful, 
actually things right. on the online obit. Like, right, about how wonderful he great. was. Or, or what Elder Scorn president Such a good did. insurance agent. Uh, always had a smile for everyone. Right. Loved Loved to spend time. time with his children. Yeah. It, his children, who he it, murdered with it, a gun. It made me think of the episode that we did of what it would take Mormons to leave. Oh, yeah. And, and I, the answer is nothing. And, and the answer was kind of nothing. One yeah. of mine was Russell M. Nelson, who is the prophet and president currently, shits in your mouth and you're like, nope, that wouldn't. Nope, still staying. <laughs> still staying. And and it's not a laughing matter, you know, this family's murder. But it really made me think, like, this guy turned a gun onto his family, right. killed them all dead. Right. And he was still put on a pedestal. The prophet could literally do yeah. Whatever the fuck he wants, right. everybody could find out. And people'd still be writing those checks and still no, be praising the man. Because no one hates more no one hates women and children more than Mormons. Right. They fucking despise them. Right. So yeah. anyway. Oh great. Um, how are you? Uh, <laughs> I've had so, I you know what? It's not that I've had a shitty day. Uh-huh. Um, but I've just been in a lot of feelings. You I've should had, lean in a little I, bit. I've Thanks for Brene. sound quality. Yeah, um, I've had I've been in a very it's Cheryl Strayed who said lean and not Brene. I know we've talked about this. Thanks, Cheryl Strayed. Eckhart Tolle. We, um, I, I. It's okay that I have been in my feelings. I have had very human days today and yesterday. <laughs> Great. And um, um, our DoorDasher just dropped off our order. Do we want to pause? What's or the DoorDasher's f- name? Uh, I think it was Marco. Oh no, that's where we ordered. from. Oh, Marco's Pizza. Was from Marco's Pizza. Hold on. Oh, it is Mark M A R C from Marco's Pizza. What are the chances? Anyway, Mark, if you're listening, thank you, thank you, thank you you for the pizza. Um, so you've had some days. Um, yeah, days and And days days and days. days. That's how it happens. (laughs) I might be singing that for my audition. I was okay. Uh, are we just in too many tangents right now? So many tangents. But like, okay, so I was listening to Days and Days the other day, which is a song from the musical Fun Home. It <clears> is, <throat> which you beautifully portrayed in the Slack, was it Slack? It was Salt Lake Slack. Acting Company? Slack. Production of Fun Home. Yeah. Playing, what's her name? Helen. Helen, what's her last name? Uh, Bechtel. Bechtel. Oh, because yeah, it's Bechtel. also Bechtel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah singing a song about how she gave away all of her days to like protect her gay husband. And I just thought, I thought of all the secret gay husbands that I know. <laughs> Cause y'all, I know a lot. We fucking know. And all your husbands are gay. All like that's them. a, that I mean, is a hot drinks, uh, truth, truth ism. Yeah. Anyway, they, all those women are just giving away their days. <laughs> that's all I wanted to say. They're giving away their days to protect their gay husbands. And they need to fucking stop. And to just continue to perpetuate the facade. Right. Anyway, what are we talking about? What is this podcast about? Um, you mean this episode? No, no. Or just in general? Just in general. You know, here's, you know, Courtney C. Jane asked me, oh, shoot, I shouldn't have said Courtney. Um. (laughs) We don't want people to know who she is. She asked us the other day, she was like, your podcast is so funny. Why don't you like talk about it more? Like you guys, I'm listening to this podcast episode you recorded last night. It is so funny. Right. Why aren't you guys like texting us? Was that about the Megan episode? Probably. Okay. Was that the last episode I we did? I think so. Maybe. No. I don't know. I don't think it was. Anyway. Oh no, it wasn't. <clears throat> Cause that, no. 
Because Megan came out on January 6th. It's now January 20th. Right. We had one in between. January 6th, a day that will live in infamy because, <laughs> because of Megan. Megan came out, Jen Shaw was sentenced, <laughs> and Ariana Grande was the guest host on Drag Race. And nothing else historical ever happened never, on January ever, 6th. Never, ever, ever, ever. But anyway, she's like, why aren't you guys texting and saying like, oh my God, we recorded that. We recorded tonight and it's so funny. It was our top five side hustles. A side that hustles. Was, that okay. was a good one. Okay. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah. And one of them was doing impressions of my friends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, and I was like, I responded and I was like, that's because we don't care. <laughs> but we don't we don't care but we want you to tell your we want this to become my favorite murder right we want to be we want to be recording this in front of sold out stadium crowds yes and if we don't it's gentle listeners fault yeah it's all of your fault so but also when you said just now what is this podcast about it's like it's like i don't know we, I just I like know. sitting with you and being funny and laughing. It's like, that's really why we do it. Yeah. It's for our mental health. Yes. Um, I have a couple comings and blowings, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. That is okay. And then we'll go get our DoorDash. Yes. Number one. Okay. I saw Megan for a second time. Yes. It's fucking delightful. <laughs> Nothing, not, not a moment is lost. Aww. I realized a couple things. Like, okay. remember how I talked about how Megan had a coat? Yeah. And I found that so funny. Yeah. Because she's a fucking robot. Right, right. She actually has two coats. Oh, not just the pea coat. Well, in early scenes, she's in kind of a brown silk double-breasted coat okay, with like yes. a tie waist. Yes, she is. But then when they go to the forest and she has to be on the toy table, <laughs> she's in like a navy blue double-breasted fur <clears throat> collar coat. Okay. So she has multiple coats. Excessive. Anyway. And then when she sings Bulletproof yeah. by Sia, yeah. it's still like I see the face of God in that, in that moment. <laughs> So that's number one. If you haven't seen Megan yet, get over yourself. And also, like, if you're a person that's like, oh, I kind of want to see it, but I don't like scary movies. It's not scary it's at not, all. No, no, At no. all. No. There's, like, three <clears throat> jump scares in the whole movie. But then you laugh. Yeah. They're all dumb. It's like a dog barking at a window. or right, You know right. what I mean? It's nothing, like, intense. So yeah. if you're like, I don't see scary movies, you should still see Megan. Or if you're like, I don't want to see a movie about a doll. Then fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> no, you then don't. Then what are you, a straight person? Yeah. What? <laughs> I don't want to hear that. We don't need that shit. So the other thing that I want to talk about just real briefly is it's a very special time in Salt Lake City, Utah. It's it's January. Okay. And it's Sundance Film Festival. And nothing makes me feel more bad about myself as a person than the Sundance Film Festival. Because for a lot of the gays, this is their whole personality. Oh. They, you know, they get dressed up cute. They go to the festival. They go to the parties. They see all the movies. Sounds like a nightmare. So it's a lot of pressure. Uh-huh. And I don't do that. Uh-huh. And number two, you can get on Grinder and or Scruff. Yeah. And or Sniffies, oh, which is the new one. My God. It's just a website. It's not even an app. It's just for blowjobs with down low Mormon guys. Okay. Anyway, you can get onto those apps. You can set your location to Park City. And maybe you run into Polly Shore, who Tisha, my ex-wife, ran into once on Polly Shore. Polly Shore. Ran oh into my god! App. But anyway, <laughs> I know this because Dude. Tisha told me that our best friend Matt Rogers from Las Culturistas, which we have talked about on this uh, podcast, yeah, best he friends. is at Sundance. Okay, right now, great. And I was like, I got to get on Scruff. Yeah, she's like, Well, he has a boyfriend, but do it anyway. I do it anyway. And then I got on Scruff, set my location to Park City. And it is the fucking most gorgeous men you've ever seen. I'm sure. And they're all from West Hollywood or L.A. or Brooklyn. And they are pristine. Mm. Like the, like the, 
like those buttholes are shined within an inch of their lives. <laughs> These are fucking gorgeous men. Right, right. And I'm like, what? That's the sound of me being frumpy. Oh, okay. Anyway, so <clears throat> it's a special time because I get to feel bad that I'm not going to fun opening night parties yeah. in a fun, cute outfit with the fun, cute gays. Uh-huh. And I get to feel bad that so many gays are so beautiful and they'll never notice me. Oh, my God. Anyway, I'm in therapy. <laughs> what do you have on your comings and blowings? Oh. Well, in conjunction with the Sundance Film Festival, uh, Utah uh, is also in session. The Utah legislature is also in session. Right. Utah's in session. Um, and uh, anyway, it's just rough. I don't. I can't even. It's just. It, you know, I, I don't need to say anything except that like ninety percent of them are white Mormon men and. Yeah. And, they're and they already, make laws based on their white women. Right. Uh, not based yeah. in science, not right. based in years of research right. and or community and or their actual lived experiences, or, yeah, no. but they've already they're already trying to go after transgender kids. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I had a really struggle bus day emotionally. Can I just can I oh go ahead. <laughs> I don't want to cut you off. Oh no, that's fine. But and I have then a thing yesterday, to say. my son Timothy turned 20 and I hurt his feelings. So <laughs> Great. Yeah. So the I don't want to get into it. Maybe we'll, we will on a demi toss. Basically, the Utah legislature is trying to. Well, the the Utah House <laughs> did pass a law that sort of bans like a bill. gender a bill bans gender affirming care for trans kids, minors, yes. minors, and hopefully the Senate will strike it down. Which means nothing for my Jack because he's eighteen. Now. Right. So he's not a minor. But so. And, and a lot of this bill is them saying, well, we don't want these children to take, like, permanent, unchangeable actions on their own bodies until they're old enough to, like, make an educated decision. So there was a Democrat in the Utah Senate <clears throat> who said, okay, cool. Well, then this bill is discriminatory because it's only addressed to trans kids. So let's make let's make it non-discriminatory and let's pass a law that no one can, like – a cis girl, teenage girl, cannot get a boob job in uh-huh. Utah. Right. Like, let, let's make that a law. Because <laughs> if, right. if our bill is about concern for children and we don't want them to make these permanent decisions about their body while they are still learning and growing, then let's make a bill that, that cisgendered female teenage children cannot get a boob job. Right. Because then it's less discriminatory exactly. because we're we're applying the same rules to everyone. Principles children, yeah, children cannot make these decisions themselves. They're not educated <clears> enough, <throat> blah, blah, blah. And of course the lawmakers struck it down. Shut it down. Because they want sixteen year old girls to be able to get boob jobs. Yeah. But they don't want trans kids to get life affirming, life saving care. How how have I fucked so many men? <laughs> How have I let the those worst. gorgeous dicks inside of my body? Because they're hard and they're also soft. Oh, no. It's just complicated. Anyway, <laughs> all this bullshit about like we're here to protect kids. Yeah. Then when push came to shove and they said, okay, great, let's protect kids. Let's make it so that no kids can get any sort of elective Psych. surgery. They were like, oh, JK, we just hate trans kids. Right, right. We do want 16-year-olds to get big old titties. Right. <laughs> so that we can look at them. Big old bitties. Anyway... Um, do you have any other comings and blowings? Still looking for a name for comings and blowings for season six. Oh, yeah. Uh, I leave in less than a week for my Yale audition. Great. Great. It's Aquarius season, so. It's the dawning. 
Here's the reason that this is... For the season. This behooves me. The reason for the season. The reason that Aquarius season behooves me. I'm an Aquarius rising. Mm -hmm. And when I go in there, they... What they're looking for is to really see who I am. Right, right. They want to see, A, can I act? B, they want to see, can I be my raw, authentic self? Aquarius season, magical time time for them. Yeah. It's time. Yeah. Okay. Okay, great. So let's introduce our top five and then we'll take a quick break. Because we want to go get our door Want to go get our door Before it gets sitting, cold. It's like in 30, 27 degree weather. So okay. we, you know, we joke a lot about uh, about how you can send us letters at P.O. Box 11104 in Boston, Mass. <laughs> yeah. Which is something to do with like Zoom or like yes. or like the electric the, company the, the or kids, kids incorporated incorporated Incorpor- or something corporated. incorporated. <laughs> anyway, so today we're going to do the top five PO boxes in Boston, Mass. Our top five favorite that are not one 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 zero four PO boxes. Yeah, we're going to talk about the other ones. So let's take and a break why, and, and why, why we love them. Yeah. Let's take a break. I have a question. Have you ever been murdered by a doll? Unfortunately, not yet. Have you ever had a doll rip the blade off of a paper cutter and do a funny little dance and chase you down a hallway I, and kill you? I've personally never had a doll that's okay. done it. Have you ever had a doll, uh, a sentient AI-powered doll, sneak into your potting shed and then shoot your skin off with a power washer? Recently or ever? Just ever. Then answers no to okay. both. <laughs> okay. Have you ever... Um, listen to hot drinks and thought, how can I support them more? <laughs> yes, every day. <laughs> See, you didn't, you didn't think I could do a Megan themed. You didn't think I could do a Megan themed ad, but here we are. Hot drinks is a podcast yes. that you can listen to on the Stitcher network. Just kidding. You let's do it everywhere. Oh, um, I wanted to sound like a real podcast. <laughs> um, and Megan is a movie you can see in theaters whenever this ad plays, because it will never leave theaters because it will continue to be so successful. <laughs> And if you want to support Hot Drinks, you can yeah. go to our Patreon. Yes. Tell them tell him about it in like four seconds because it's already too okay, long. Okay, patreon.com slash hot drinks. That's hot drinks with an A, not a drinks, a drinks. Hot drinks. And you can contribute any amount from $1, $3 to whatever you want. To a million. We are fucking broke. Yeah, yeah, we are. That's it. And then we, <laughs> you get bonus content. Yeah. And then we pay our credit card bills well i don't i don't oh i do okay you pay your electric bill yeah i don't level up level up level up level up level up we're back (laughs) we are we got our doordash yes and The, the cheesy bread is really the winner it is i'm so proud of it i mean the pizza's fine but I haven't tried it yet. It has green peppers on it. How do you Fucking feel about hate that? Those. Oh, do you really? They're just, they're like a pretend vegetable. <laughs> no one needs to eat those. Mm. Anyway, we're back. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the top five. What? You're tapping me. You're chewing. I think my mom puts green peppers in her spaghetti sauce. <laughs> she, I'm sure she does. <laughs> my former mother-in-law also did. It's like more like a salsa. It's very weird. <laughs> okay. Because well, I have lived in Italy. <laughs> and I guess what? I have learned to cook pasta from uh, old Italian women who have never worn a bra, <laughs> whose titties are hitting their knees, and they don't put green peppers in. No. 
No, they don't. No. So, again, we... Okay, so we are visiting our favorite post office destination. Uh-huh. And we are sharing our top five P.O. boxes Boston in Mass. Boston, Mass. P.O. boxes. Right, Why? where you can send a letter in. What's your number one? P.O. Box five five eight eight nine Boston Mass. Okay. Okay. Hey, let me tell, tell you me why. why. Okay. Nineteen fifty five, great year. <laughs> I mean, it was. And then you have eight- McCarthyism, right? <clears throat> Gays being persecuted. Uh huh. Being carted off. Yep. In big vans. Yep. Or maybe they didn't have vans back then. What did they have? They didn't have vans in the fifties. <laughs> <laughs> but a great year. Yeah. Um. Then you have the eight eight nine. Right. 88 and 89 were great years, too. Oh, true. For, like, music. For music. For Boy George. Boy George was kind of quiet in those years. He was? Yeah. I don't remember. In 80. Oh, I know. I know. I know you don't know. I know. Um, 88, 89 is like... Erasure? Oh, yeah. They were still doing their thing in 88 okay. and 89, for sure. And uh, I believe Violator, Depeche Mode's Violator, came out in 89. A lot of people think it was 90. Oh, right. But guess what? Fuck those people. Anyway, what's, what's wrong your, with them? What's your number one? My number one is P.O. Box B6G7L9, Boston, Mass. That sounds like a secret government one. Well, it is. <laughs> and you pay extra to get the letters. <laughs> but what I love about B6G... Just kidding. We're done. <laughs> this is not really the top five. What's our real top five? Did you really think we were going to do a whole top five? You probably did because this podcast is shit. <laughs> so what we're actually doing, that's not really our top five. No, it's not. Sorry. So let me tell a little story. Okay. And uh, that I have probably told on this podcast before. Mm-hmm. There was a time last winter or was it? When was it? Oh anyway. I think it was just early, early 2022. Okay. Where... Ages ago. For some reason, like, m- several internet servers went down. Several internet, um, like, services mm-hmm. went down. And mm-hmm. it also was... It was shortly after Russia had attacked Ukraine. Mm-hmm. So, like, all like iCloud was down. Apple Maps was down. Yeah. I don't even remember. Spotify was down. Reddit was down. Right. We were convinced it was the Russians. Yeah, uh, right. So we started a text thread uh-huh. about how we were going to run to LaSalle. Uh-huh. LaSalle, because, Utah. Because when the apocalypse happens, you want to be in LaSalle because there's no <laughs> fucking other person there. Like if you're in Salt Lake, all the zombies are going to kill you or all the radicals are going to oh, kill yeah. you. If you're in LaSalle, like no one knows that you're no. there. So you'll be fine. You'll be right as rain. So we were safe pre- as pie. Safe as pie, as my grandma used to say. <laughs> So we were preparing to go to LaSalle, uh-huh. and we started this text thread where we were like, <clears throat> slaughter the pigs, <laughs> like, get the... We were just making a lot right. of sort of homesteader references. Cindy was getting ready to have her breasts removed, but we told her we'd do it for down in right, LaSalle. In LaSalle. She just right. needed to bite down on something. Right, like bite down on a leather strop. Right. So anyway, right. we thought it was the funniest thing we've ever done. <laughs> so inspired by that... Mm-hmm. Tonight is going to be our top five, top five Little House on the Prairie moments we hope happen during the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Is that kind of how we're it's framing top, it? Top, top, top five Little House on the Prairie things that we'll do if there's an apocalypse. Right. Right. So like society is shut down. Technology is shut down. Yeah. iCloud is not working. Uh-huh. 
you know, the zombies are about or the Electricity wh- whoever. Electricity is yeah, done. Yeah. So, but we're, we've gone back to our little house on the prairie roots. There's nothing else to do but do that. No, because it's all done. <laughs> so these are the top five things we want to do yeah. during that time. Okay. What's your number one? Well, I'm going to wear a dress every day. <laughs> Great. With pants? What? As the outfit what? of the day? With pants? With a skirt and pants as the outfit of the day. Skirt a, and pants? Girl, that is a joke oh, from Great Gardens. Gardens. Fuck you. Oh. Jesus Christ, it's like you've never listened to this podcast. Well, she never really or says... Or talked to me. She never really says dress. She just says skirt. A right. skirt. Right. And you can take it off and make it into a cape. You're going to wear a skirt every day. Yeah, okay. No, a dress. A dress every day. <laughs> it's going to be some calico right. fabric. That you get from the from the town store. Uh-huh. We love a calico. Right. And uh, it's going to be real, you know, calico's pretty thin. I literally don't know what calico is. And so <laughs> it's the fabric you use to make quilts. Okay. Okay, <laughs> but, okay Laura Ingalls. But anyway, you know, my tits would look great in that. When it gets cold, the nipples would pop right like through. Like it's kind of like, it's very thin, so it's just barely clinging right. across the body. Yeah. So it's like kind of plungy. Yeah. But yes, but very clingy, very but, sexy. But then when I'm aroused, right, it feels a little tight on me. Right. And then it comes off. Great. Okay. <laughs> Any questions? Nope. Um, <laughs> did you read The Little House on the Prairie as I, a child? I did not. I watched the shows when there wasn't anything else on that was better, okay. like Tour of Duty or... Two questions. Number one, do you remember on the show... Where there was a clown who was a rapist. Oh my god! Who was yes. raping girls in the town. For some reason I do! Okay. Oh my god! Number two. Number two question. Mm-mm. You didn't read those books? <laughs> because heterosexual little little brother coffee oh. <laughs> who loved the V, who loved the vulva, <laughs> read the entire Little House on the Prairie series. How many books is that? 19 times. It's like six or eight books. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Oh, I could probably read them tonight. Little House in the Big Woods is the first one. Oh. The last one called These Golden Years, about when Alonzo and Laura are married. I read those books so many goddamn times. Really? Over and over? Over and over and over What was it about you that kept you going back? Well, I think part of it is that I was heterosexual, (laughs) and I loved ladies. I just loved loved hearing about ladies. (laughs) So I was like, I would love to read about these little girls surviving on the prairie, living in their lean-to. <laughs> and I think the second thing was, um, I wasn't gay. So why would I care? Why would I be obsessed with some young women on the prairie? So if I asked a straight person, why did you read those books over and over? They'd say, well, I'm straight. I don't think any straight person did. Oh, okay. I'm so confused. Maybe straight ladies did. Can you think, would there be a straight man, if you are listening to this and you are a straight man, (laughs) and you read the Little House on the Prairie series multiple Mm -hmm, times, mm -hmm. I want to hear from you. Because bravo. Because bravo. Anyway, um, so some of my references are going to be very specific to Little House on the Prairie. Because I literally have read that series like nine times. (laughs) Just read it front to back. I had a little box set in my room, in my little heterosexual room. (laughs) Did did your parents ever say... Brother Why are you reading those faggot books? Yeah. 
No, I don't think they did. <laughs> I don't think they did. <laughs> but I was like, Pa brought the oranges back for Father Christmas. <laughs> like obsessed. Obsessed. <laughs> All right, Sister Twain had to go lay on the floor in the corner. So my number one... <laughs> My number one thing I would do if there was an apocalypse. My number one Little House on the Prairie thing I would do if there was an apocalypse. And it, and if you've read the Little House on the Prairie books, you don't need any more explanation than this. But I'm just going to say pig bladder balloon. God, pig, pig, pig bladder balloon. Pig, well, I need some explanations. Well, in one of the books, I think it's Little House in the Big Woods. They slaughter a pig. They <clears throat> roast its tail for like crackling or something and then they eat that. Yeah. But then they take the bladder out of the pig. Yeah. They blow it up with air. Oh. And then Laura and Mary, who later becomes blind because of scarlet fever, bounce the <laughs> bounce the bladder around the yard like a balloon. For fun. For fun. God. So, so that's what I want to do in the apocalypse uh-huh. in LaSalle. I want to make a pig bladder balloon out of a pig that we killed. Oh my God. For food. Kill kill me. Kill me. And then and then we'll fill the balloon with air. Uh, the bladder with air. And we'll bounce it around. What's your like number two? A bike two? pump? No, just our mouths. We'll just blow into it. There are no there are no bike pumps in the apocalypse. Uh, well they don't run on. Well it doesn't matter. Okay. okay. Science is gone. <laughs> I'm so anyway, disturbed by that. Pig bladder balloon. What's your number two? So many episodes out of nine books. I don't know. The, sh- the show's a, a whole different journey. I know. There okay. was no clown rapist in the books, for example. Okay. But there was in the uh, show. That was, I was yeah. going to ask that. Yeah. Okay, well. I was going to ask that. I'm going to have to cross Was there a clown rapist? <clears throat> okay. Um, okay, let's see. Okay. I, I've got several. Do y'all ever think that, like, how you listen to this podcast and we wake up in the morning and we say... I should talk about the pig platter balloon. <laughs> and you tune in. You you don't move that dial. You tune right in and you say, tell us, tell us. And I say, pig platter balloon. And you say, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever think about that? Here's $3. Here's $3. <clears throat> anyway, what's your number two? Well, <coughs> I would... The top five Little House on the right. Prairie things you would do Whilst during the apocalypse. wearing my calico dress. Right. Cling, just barely, barely clinging to your nipples. <clears throat> right. <clears throat> it's very soft and thin. Right. I would go into a barn. <laughs> and I would lay upon't the hay and I'd okay. just cry. Okay. I'd just cry up in my fetal position. But I, about the apocalypse, yeah. about the calico dress, right? Because kind I, of need all to, of it. I need to have a human moment. You gotta get, you gotta <clears throat> process. Yeah. And you know what? I just imagine that I look phenomenal. You look amazing in the fetal position, right? Sobbing in your in the dress that is barely clinging to your tatas. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's it's really therapeutic and quite romantic. Okay. Okay. And I probably do that every Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> okay i make it a ritual a ritual okay yeah. a cleansing <clears throat> to get into because the, then once the week starts you gotta make the I soap i don't have time for no crying. you gotta make the soap you gotta like cook the corn baby make or whatever 
<laughs> Whatever. I don't know. I don't know what these people do, but I think they cook a corn baby. <laughs> so you don't have time for crying. No time for crying. Not, I gotta make the corn baby. Not with the the butter making and the maple candy molds. Maple candy. <laughs> I did not put maple candy on my list, even though I wanted to. I know. Okay, my number two. Um, there, okay, so this comes from Laura Ing- Ingalls Wilder, but okay. it also comes from a TikTok I follow <coughs> where there's a couple, they're heterosexual, and they are living off the land. They are only eating food that they have hunted or foraged or gathered or grown. Okay. And they live in, like, New York. They're not, like, living in Appalachia. They just live on top of some building in Manhattan? Basically. Okay. The husband <coughs> is a... Very sexy Middle Eastern man. Okay. Very, like, I think he's from Lebanon. Anyway. Mm. So every week they're like, oh, today we ate the pumpkin that we grew and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, they also also make acorn pancakes because acorns have more calories per square foot than, like, wheat does. Square foot? Like, if you grow, like, if you have 100 (laughs) acres of of oak trees that produce acorns and 100 acres of wheat crop. Uh Uh-huh. The acorns produce more, like significantly more calories. A- acorns c- come from oak trees. I thought they came yeah, from bitch. acorn trees. <laughs> no, no. And then there's also a a book that I read called um, "The Parable of the Sower and the Parable of the Something Else" yeah. <laughs> by Ursula K. Le Guin. Wait, no, it's not by her. Shit, My that's one hundred percent wrong. Anyway. They also eat acorn pancakes. Don't those sound good? Acorn pancakes? So you would take the shell off. And well, I think you have like... to soak them or something, and then you grind them. <clears throat> but they're, like, very high in protein. Okay. Anyway. Have you ever seen the inside of an acorn? It's like a peanut butter substance. Yeah, so they grind that or okay. something. Yeah. And then what? Just And pancake then make it, it into a pancake. Yeah. Do they add anything to it? Bisquick. They just stir it with some Bisquick. <laughs> Shut up. Um... <laughs> Like, right now, I'm trying so hard to think of the name of the person who wrote The Parable of the Sower, and it's not Ursula Le Guin, who is a white woman from Connecticut. Anyway, what's your number three? Oh, shit. Okay, my number three... Acorn pancakes. ...is under the full moon of the summer. A summer full moon. Okay. A summer night under the full moon. Okay. Because it's the apocalypse. Uh-huh. I would tell everyone, oh, I'm just going to go check on the the chickens. <clears throat> what I'd really do. Okay. Yes. Walk about a mile down the road. Yeah. Take off my calico dress. Lay on a bale of hay. No, I'm on cry. the road. Oh, okay. And just be naked under the moon. Okay. And let the moon teach me. But you're not, you're not um, taking care of the chickens or whatever you told no, the No, I'm not. No. Because you know what? As they're um, as I'm walking out after uh-huh. I said that, they're murmuring to themselves. The chickens. The chickens. No. The townsfolk. The townsfolk are like, chickens are fine. She doesn't need to check on the chickens. Right, Maybe right. someone should tell her she doesn't need the chickens. Right. The chickens. Why is she checking on the chickens? Meanwhile, you're undoing buttons on the calico. And very slowly. And letting it slip to the ground. Very rom- Tendrils of hair are pushing oh, on my face. This is a great episode. <laughs> I'm just really pleased <clears throat> where we've ended up at. And you know what? 
I think. You think with an A? The, I think. Like hot drinks I, with like, an A? No, like think like gratitude. Oh, you think. I think. I thought you meant think, but you were saying it like hot <laughs> drinks. I thank the moon and the apocalypse for the lessons that it teaches me. Very powerful. Very powerful. <laughs> My number three <clears throat> is like I have 10,000 cats. <gasps> I just live in a cabin. Yes! The cats just have babies. Yeah. The babies have babies. Yes, they do. It smells like fucking ass in there <laughs> because there's a billion cats. The kids in the town call me old cat lady man or something. <laughs> they are disgusted by me. Yeah. But I am the lord of the cats. <laughs> oh. Like if I want the cats to attack you, they will attack you. <laughs> they will run out into the yard. And claw your fucking face off, Brenda. <laughs> and they will... I don't think anyone named Brenda is going to survive the No, apocalypse. no, no, no. They are not making it. They will They will dig holes in your soul and shit in it. <laughs> and then kick your bits of your soul over the top of their shit. <laughs> at my behest. Right. So... And while they're doing that, are you baking? Are no, you... I'm just like... I'm like, go, my children. Right, okay. Destroy you're, the... You're involved. I'm involved. Okay. I'm sending them out as my <laughs> minions. And I'm like, you, you are, we're not taking care of the chickens. We're not wearing our calico dress. We're killing people, cats. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Anyway. Do you have favorites? Do they all have different names? They are all named after uh, characters from TV shows in the 80s. <laughs> so like the Golden Girls, of course. Right. But we also have. Um, Alf. Empty Nest. Okay. Alf. Yeah. Uh, Growing Pains, but not. Kirk Cameron, because he's a bigot and a right. Christian. Forget him. We hate him. But like Boner, there is a cat named Boner. Boner. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. What's the guy's name on uh, Perfect Strangers? Balky. 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 That show was racist as fuck. As hell. As, as hell. hell. Anyway, let's take a break. <clears throat> okay. And then come back for a number four and number five and on then... this, the best episode of Hot Drinks <laughs> that has ever been recorded. <laughs> Hey. Hey, we're back. We're back. We took a break. Whew. We rejuvenated. We thought about our choices. I did an oxygen facial. Okay. <laughs> I regretted some choices. But we're here to talk about <laughs> our number four and five, top five things we would do little during, top five little house, house on the prairie things, things we, we would do, do during, during the Mormon apocalypse. In LaSalle. In LaSalle. <laughs> I guess we... What goes without saying is we would go to LaSalle first Right, of right, all. right. Yeah, right. it's so the that, safest place. Right, yeah. okay. Um, <clears throat> those two cute cats. They have some cute cats in LaSalle. Oh, I know. To that, be part of my cat empire. There's a... cat. <laughs> okay. All right. Number four. Um, so, a um, lot, um, lot of sex. Okay. Oh. So, I'm not wearing any underwear under that dress. No. No. Because you can't. There's an no. apocalypse. Who wears underwear? Th there's no... You can't get elastic fabric. You can't get a stretchy pant... You can't make a stretchy <laughs> panty. No. <laughs> no. God, no. No. So, anyway, because I'm not wearing any underwear, I might as well just fuck all the time. What are you going to do? Wear, make some, take some muslin and make some make some shorts? Yeah. No. Right. No. Right. Okay. Now, I get... I, I know what you're thinking. Okay, it's the apocalypse. You're in LaSalle. This is what I was thinking. This is... <laughs> Who are you fucking? Who are you really fucking? Right. And listen. There's like eight people there. When it's the end of the world. Right. 
we don't care. And and they've had, you know, a nice washcloth bath in the basin. <laughs> in the enamel basin. And I have to watch them clean their junk. Right. I have to make sure. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> They're getting that beehole cleaned. We're drinking homemade hooch. liquor. Yeah, some hooch. And guess what? As long as there's a dick in me, who the fuck cares? So, so the number four thing it's is just you're, just gonna, you're gonna fuck a lot. Yeah, okay. they'll call me Sir Fuck a Lot. That's interesting because because my number four is blowies for money. <laughs> Money's no good in the apocalypse. I don't care. You then just you just blowies for canned goods. <laughs> blowies for some canned green maple beans. candy. Yeah, blowies for maple candy. I just think. Listen, there's no more porn. Because there's no electricity or internet. That's all gone. That's so sad. And all the women folk are so tired. Yeah. Because they're like, they're scrubbing the, they're scrubbing the clothes in the line. In the the river. The women do the scrubbing Yeah, of course. Yeah. And they're, and they're, and they're slaughtering the pig and giving the kids the bladder. (laughs) And then deep frying the curly tail and the crackling. They're so busy. And the men are horny. Uh, Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I will give you a blowy for... A can of green beans. And this is... A, be- bo- a jar of green beans. And this is all because the women have labored so hard. Right. There's nothing left to do but two men suck each other off. I mean, yes, basically. Okay. okay. I mean, the women are welcome to participate if they want to suck their man off. But they're so tired. They're too tired. They're so tired. Oh, I see what you're saying. They didn't choose this. Oh. They didn't choose this world. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like the town whore... That's like, well, I'll suck your dick. <clears throat> right. Just give me two cans of green beans. And what if they say, but well, you had your cat. <laughs> I don't um, talk. Wait, well, your, your cat. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of an 80s sitcom name. I don't bring them back to my house. You had the, your twin cats, Kate and Allie, <laughs> scratch my heart out. No, they. I don't bring the men back to but the wait, house. But wait, no. But you said. I meet them at the general but store. what if. <laughs> They're buying the green beans. Yeah. I'm like, listen, and follow me. And I'm like, me. listen. <laughs> I know your wife's tired <laughs> and angry. I'll give you a blowy for two cans of green beans. But. But here's what they don't know. Okay. I would give them a blowy for free. That's the, that's the, the, but the gimmick. But green beans. If I can get some green beans out of it. Yeah. I'm going to. Now tell me about these green beans. You open them up with what? They're in a jar. So I just twist oh, the lid. Yeah. They're okay. like. They're like preserved <clears throat> green beans. Right. And you just dump them and heat them up? Or do you like add some... I think I just eat some, them raw. Some lard? While oh. I'm watching TV. But the TV is blank because there's no electricity. <laughs> so I'm just sitting in my living room. I'm thinking about all your favorite There's a hundred cats around me. Right, right. I'm imagining what would happen in Young Royals season four. Because <laughs> it never came because of the apocalypse. <clears throat> and I'm just eating some cold dilly green beans. Dilly? Out of the jar. What's your number five? You are going to do the apocalypse so well. I'm going to be, I'm gonna be fucking great. <laughs> My number five. I just wish more men understood how willing I am to give them a blowjob. Maybe they do. Um, maybe they understand. Maybe you need to send videos. But a mouth is a mouth. <laughs> so like, 
it's it's fine. And just close really your eyes. There's no such thing as a bad blowjob no. unless you're chewing on it. No, and like real, literally, the head of your penis will be like pressed against the back <clears> of your throat. <throat> like I can get down there. Right. So it's fine. Just right. lean into it. Anyway, right. what's your number five? Well, my number five is I would become the resident author of oh, LaSalle. Okay. Yeah. Maybe of even San Juan County. Oh shit. <laughs> What's up, bitch? <laughs> I'm the resident author of San Juan County. And um, I would write books uh-huh. um, about, they all, I guess you could call it a series, although they will be standalone. Okay, great. Um, but the common theme, the, co- the common thread through all of them is the main character is this tall statuesque if you will right um redhead strawberry blonde redhead woman in a calico dress who wears calico dresses sure sure but no underwear because because you can't get and, el- you and can't we get talk about that fabric. flight yeah. for a couple of chapters right um <clears throat> uh and what really hooks people in in the first book is at the end of the second chapter when i'm talking about my no underwear situation right right plight as they say in the apocalyptic right. times it's a plight um a wind a gust of LaSalle wind right just straight off the high desert kind of blows up into my dress and tickles me <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know what we're talking about anymore <laughs> my buck what what country right. are we in LaSalle Syria <laughs> it tickles me uh-huh and then that's when the sex part starts with yourself Sure. Okay. Nothing hotter than that. Or some elves, some fairies. Because during the apocalypse, they're free to roam. All the mythical creatures come out. Interesting. Okay, great. <laughs> now listen. Yeah. The the stray dogs get confused. The actual stray dogs. Yeah. Or is that like a gang called the stray dogs? <laughs> Remains to be seen. Are you listening? I'm. T- no. <laughs> stop there but anyway i become the resident author and i think i call the series sad and lasalle okay that's a great title that's the name of the first book then second book is sex and lasalle okay Okay. the third book is silly and lasalle okay and then the fourth book is death in lasalle okay because i kill everybody okay so my number five i would like to become the keeper of the memes (laughs) I would like the young children to gather around me and I will draw on a on a chalkboard. Do we have chalkboards in the apocalypse? Oh yeah, you have a little prouse on the prairie does. What is it what is it what is like a slate, that's what they call it. Yeah, a slate. Yeah. I will draw on the slate a picture of Kiki Palmer saying, <laughs> Sorry to this man. I do not know this man. And I will explain to the children <laughs> the cultural significance of sorry to sorry this man. Sorry to this man. Yeah. I will draw the guy who or the girl who drinks the kombucha and then she's not sure about it, but then she's like, maybe, but then she's like, no, but then she's like, yes. I will draw that on the slates. And I will teach the children. And the children. And I will say, remember the kombucha children. (laughs) Remember when Kiki Palmer said sorry to this man. What is it? Sorry to this man. Are you not familiar with Kiki Palmer? Sorry to this man. I'm not, no. So on my best friend's podcast, Los Culturistas, (laughs) 
They interviewed Kiki Palmer. I just think of Mexican food every time you say it. And they ask, they always ask the guests, like, what are the cultural reset moments for you? Like, what were, like, as a kid, like, what were the, you a show you saw that just made you think, like, oh, my God, I want to be an actor, <clears throat> or, you know, whatever. And so Kiki Palmer listed a few, like, oh, I remember watching this show. I remember seeing this. Because Kiki Palmer's been in the biz since she was a kid. Yeah. True Jackson VP. Uh-huh. MP. MP. PP. I PPI. I didn't I was too old for it. And the third thing that Kiki Palmer lists is her sorry to this man meme and how that was a cultural reset for her. So we'll watch it after the break. Okay. Sorry to this man. I bet there would be a hymn, a hymn born out of sorry to this man. Sorry to, to this man who communed with Jehovah, well, we rapist and pedophile and murderer and scum. And scum. Oh, that was good. Anyway, um, so that would be my number four. Is I want to just be the keeper. Number of the five. My number We're five. done. We're, We're so done. fucking done. So that's all. <laughs> you said that, and the look on your face is like. Dear God, what have we just done? What have we wrought? What are we not... What are we... Why? 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 As Cindy would say. So, anyway, I hope this is the funniest episode you've ever heard. (laughs) You can barely breathe. You're laughing so hard. I'm going to give up my iPhone right now. I'm going to surrender it. Great. Just to get get going. Okay. Um, If you like this episode and you want to give us money, patreon.com slash hot (laughs) drinks... Um, if you like this episode and you want to send a comment, hotdrinks.com slash hotdrinks, Instagram.com slash hotdrinks. What the fuck? Hotdrinks.com slash hotdrinks? There's nothing there. And there's no hotdrinks.com. No. Instagram.com slash hotdrinks. And you can leave a comment. Yeah. Um, and, uh, that's it. (laughs) Great. Enjoy the apocalypse. Enjoy the pig bladder and the maple candy. I cannot believe the pig bladder thing. It's real.